Welcome to Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive, featuring conversations with performing artists and industry influencers on what it takes to succeed in the arts. I am your host, Diane Foy, and I believe that you really can make a living from your creative talents. As a publicist, podcaster, and coach, my mission is to educate, motivate, and empower you to thrive with authenticity, creativity, and purpose. Hello, and welcome to episode number 43 of Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive. Today's guest is the author of The Enneagram and You. Understand your personality type and how it can transform your relationships. Gina Gomez. I'm fascinated by personality type systems, so it was great to learn from an expert on the Enneagram. As a relationship coach, Gina shows us how using the wisdom of the Enneagram can strengthen your personal, professional, and romantic relationships. The Enneagram is an effective personality classification system that describes the characteristics, behaviors, and core values of nine different personality types, each identified by a number. The Enneagram in you helps you identify your personality type so you can discover how to best interact with the people in your life. You'll also learn about each type pairing from type one with a type one to a type nine with a type nine and every combination in between. I think that's what sets her book apart from a lot of the other Enneagram books that I've come across is she talks about how to effectively communicate and better understand what each personality type needs to feel fully engaged, known, and valued. Armed with this knowledge, you'll begin to anticipate your reactions and responses to various people in your life. And you'll also be able to better comprehend their reactions and responses to you. By understanding your own strengths and recognizing areas for growth, you can improve your relationship in ways that might have previously seemed impossible. Applying the wisdom of the Enneagram-based personality types can lead to better connections and a deeper understanding of yourself and those around you. Gina is also the co-host of the Modern Enneagram podcast, and you can find links and a transcript of this episode at singdanceactthrive.com slash 043. Um, so how did you first get interested in the Enneagram? So I was, um, it was about 10 years ago, and I was in Italy. I was going through this uh, very hard breakup, and I saw a therapist there in Italy, and he advised me that um, because of the nature of what I was needing, he's like, I don't think I can help you in such a short amount of time. Um, but he introduced me to the Enneagram and <clears throat> told me to take a look at it. And I was kind of hooked ever since then. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And so for people who may not know what on earth we're talking about, <laughs> maybe give a little explanation of what the Enneagram is and maybe a little summary of each type. Sure. So the Enneagram is a 
psychology-based personality system. Um, it's very similar to those like Myers-Briggs, um, there's strength finders. But what's great about the Enneagram is that it takes you um, more in depth into maybe why you have developed certain behaviors over time. And then it also leads you into like what you can do um, if you want to change any of those behaviors or why it would be helpful. So each of the nine Enneagram types has sort of like a set uh, list of behaviors that they default to. Okay, so we'll start with type one. Uh, type one is usually called the uh, reformer or the perfectionist, and they are uh, usually led by just wanting to be good people. And then you have the type two, who is sometimes called the helper or the giver. And they're mainly motivated by wanting to help people. Um, then we have the type three, and they are usually known as the achiever. They are very much motivated by achieving their goals. Then we have type four. Um, they are known as the artist. They're very romantic and motivated by trying to find their identity. And type five, we have a uh, an observer of the world, and they're motivated by um, wanting to gain knowledge and also um, finding answers. So type six is the uh, loyal skeptic, and this is a, a type that's mostly motivated by wanting to um, to stay loyal to their peers and also wanting that loyalty in return. So with the type seven, we have um, the enthusiast and they're mostly motivated by wanting to live life to the fullest. And then we have type eight and type eight is um, known as either the challenger or sometimes the protector and they're motivated mainly by wanting to um, stay safe, stay in control and uh, leadership. And then lastly we have type nine and they're uh, mostly known as the peacemaker and definitely motivated by a sense of wanting to maintain um, a sense of calm and peace. Do you find that certain types produce more of a certain like occupation? Like my audience is probably mostly artists and performing artists. Do you find that there is a, a trend or theme that they tend to be, or is it all over the place? There's definitely a trend. Um, all of the nine Enneagram types have um, very defined core values. So from that, um, it's it's usually that one number would be more influenced by a particular career than another. So for example, the three, the achiever, um, these are people who uh, enjoy the limelight or um, 
enjoy sort of the idea of success, whatever that may be for them. Whereas the five, the observer, isn't really looking for that kind of um, fulfillment. Right. I'm definitely a five. Oh, are you? Yeah, I work with artists more. So then I, or my, my type of art is more visual and more, I guess, stuff I do on my own. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas I'm not a, I'm not a performer, mm -hmm. but I work with a lot of performers. Yeah. 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 Um, I have a type five friend and he does uh, installation art, which is beautiful, but it's sort of like, it's not that he's in the front of the limelight, but rather his art is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Actually, I do find like a lot of performing artists, even though you would think they'd all be extroverts, a lot of them are introverts. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's very mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And so how does it work with the connected ones? That's where I was confused in the past. But your book was great at explaining um, the connected types and I guess the security type and the what was the other one? The wings? And maybe if you could explain a little bit about um, the wings and other connected types. Sure. So I think what you mean by connected types is um, they're, they're called an integration line. So every type has um, two integration lines that move to other types. So for example, um, a type two would be connected to the type eight and also to the type four. And what this means is that um, when the type is uh, in security or in stress, um, they're going to look like another type. Their behaviors are going to look like the, the two types that they are integrated towards. Um, and then I know this can be a little bit difficult if you can't visualize it um, or if you don't have a visual in front of you. But inside the book, it definitely goes into depth into like what that what that means. <laughs> um, right. And then with the wings, um, those are fun. So every type is um, they have two types adjacent to them. So they're on the circle here. And if we go back to the two again, um, they have a one wing and then they have a three wing. And um, those types are basically influencing their personality. Um, with their own traits as well. So it kind of rounds out your core type. Right, okay. And so you have a book called The Enneagram and You that comes out on the 24th. And also you have a podcast. Yeah, we have a podcast. It's called The Modern Enneagram. Um, and it's, uh, me and my best friend who, you know, I also introduced the Enneagram 10 years ago. I was like, have to, you have to read on this. Um, and we've just kind of become a bit obsessed and, uh, did our own work and research and, um, accreditations and things like that. And we started a podcast back in, um, October of 2018. So there's lots of episodes on there right now to kind of dive in. So you just kind of on the podcast, uh, I guess, teach more about it? Yeah, we definitely talk um, and teach about just the different elements of the Enneagram. And then we also you know, do some fun um, episodes uh, talking about not just the Enneagram itself, but maybe how it can correlate to um, astrology or just different psychological um, teachings. 
Right. I'm fascinated by all the different uh, personality tests that are out there. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> there is, yeah. Um, so why the Enneagram over, say, Myers-Briggs or the Ocean model? That I, those are the two I kind of know more about. Yeah. Um, so I think when we're looking at um, the source of our uh, pain and suffering, for example, um, if you've, you know, spent most of your adult life in, let's say, a people-pleasing mode, um, you may come to terms with it and not really know how to kind of break down those patterns. So within the Enneagram, there's different elements that kind of help you become more self-aware and bring some mindfulness to those behaviors. And it can help promote, you know, self-compassion rather than judgment. Or I feel like a lot of other um, personality systems out there, they don't really go as in-depth. So if someone's really wanting to work on themselves with self-development, the Enneagram's like a great place to start. Right. Um, I was finding like the the big five um, was an easy, easier, I guess, one to understand, because, again, mm-hmm. it's just the five things. And it's like, where do you fall on that? And, yeah. And maybe it's a little bit easier to read other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you mentioned in your book not to try and read other people with it because only they will know who they, what they are in the Enneagram. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. It can be very easy to fall into like, oh, that person looks like a three or that person acts yeah. like a six. <laughs> um, and that while that may be true, um, the Enneagram is it's based on your core type is based on your motivations behind why you're doing what you're doing, not necessarily just the fact that you're doing it. So, right. you know, type four might be people pleasing for totally different reasons than a type seven so it's just better not to type someone like that because you don't actually know if that's you know only they know their motivations basically so um right and and also i found i understood it more when you think of oh but when they're in stress they're gonna act like a seven yeah Yeah. or when they're being protective exactly threatened they're gonna behave like another one so yeah, it makes sense that it's hard to really peg someone else. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's where the compassion comes in because when you know we are in a, maybe like a heated argument or um, or just when someone does something that you don't maybe approve of, <laughs> um, right? It's a lot easier to give them the benefit of the doubt that there's probably something else deeper going on than just them being a jerk or yeah. You know, um, so yeah, I think that that's, that's one of the biggest reasons that the Enneagram is so, um, just amazing at giving you tools to navigate those situations with people and giving you, um, a much better, um, way to communicate. Yeah, that's, what's great about the different personality types. Cause one thing it makes you understand your own motivation, but mm-hmm. when you've find out about someone else it makes you really understand why people are doing what they're doing and there's always like you know some core values behind it so it makes you understand other people better too yeah exactly and so how did the the book process come up um well simon and schuster reached out in may and i I was just 
shocked <laughs> and delighted all at the same time. And um, they wanted a book about the Enneagram and relationships. And that's what I was um, promoting at the time on my Instagram, my social medias. And um, yeah, it was it was a very interesting ride because I've never done it before. Um, that's and usually everyone else is like knocking down their door, the publisher's door. <laughs> Like, please I, publish my book. <laughs> yeah. They came to you. They, yeah, um, Adams Media, um, they they had reached out. And I honestly, like, I it felt like such a gift because it's never been really at the top of my, like, I want to write a book one day kind of <laughs> um, right. goal. But then when it came to me, I'm like, you know what? I've been training for this for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I'll take it. I'm ready. <laughs> So you were incorporating the Enneagram into your work as a coach? Yeah, so I am a women's coach primarily focusing on um, women who are going through breakups. And so at the time, I had done this uh, large series on each of the pairings. So like a five and a two, an eight and a nine, and um, giving an outline of you know, what their strengths and um, challenges are, and then just like a little bit of insight on how to make that relationship a little bit easier. Um, and so, yeah, the book is primarily based on all of the pairings together. Oh, cool. And so that was an interesting uh, take on it, I guess, compared mm -hmm. to other books out there on it. Yeah. Cool. So how, what did you do before all this? Uh, what, uh, how did you get into coaching? Um, that's a very interesting question. I um, was a professional wedding photographer for about 12 years. And um, my mom had gotten sick with cancer. She's okay now. Um, but I kind of became her primary caregiver. And so that sort of stopped my photography business to a halt. And uh, after everything was said and done, it took like a year and a half for her to completely recover. I didn't actually know what I was going to do, but um, I had always been, I always felt the calling to work with women. I just didn't know in what capacity and um, like what the vehicle was supposed to be. I thought maybe it was going to be photography. And so when I landed with the Enneagram and started to dive in deeper, I realized how much it had helped me. And um, in terms of not just self-development, but understanding why I kept finding myself in these toxic relationships. And so um, I just knew that, like, I was going to eventually use it also as the cornerstone of my um, teaching or supporting of women going through the same thing. And so the coaching business kind of just spread from there. Oh, cool. And what first got you into photography? Um, I <laughs> I was um, just about to graduate um, with my liberal arts degree. I thought I was going to be a teacher, which I guess now I am. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was probably going to do like a Montessori school or something like that. And I had been nannying um, all through college. And so... Um, one of the parents had given me a, a very nice professional camera as a gift and it just, it just kind of, uh, went from there. 
Right, you became interested in it and practiced, I guess. I yeah, I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, I think mo mostly the humanity behind it and wanting to, you know, be a part of like big significant uh, moments in people's lives and capturing that for them. Yeah. Right. So your work has always been about relationships, whether it's um, yes. <laughs> photographing weddings. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or coaching through breakup mm -hmm. it's very interesting it's all about relationships yeah yeah it's cool so what's next for you um you know <laughs> it's a very loaded question right now with everything that's going on i know I think I'm just taking it one day at a time. I <clears throat> Right now, I, I currently have a um, program for women, like, like I said, going through um, just difficult situations and breakups in their life. And I also do speaking engagements uh, here in Boise, Idaho. And yeah, just wanted to see where this is all gonna take me. I'm very uh, excited and looking forward to it. What are the most common questions people ask you about the Enneagram? Um, so the most common questions are usually something along the lines of, are a, you know, is a six and a seven good in a relationship? <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> yeah, they usually want to know what pairings, like, what are the best pairings? And, um, you know, the best answer is they're all compatible. It's really about everyone doing their own work, their own self-work. Right. But um, the other question I get a lot too is if your Enneagram, um, your Enneagram core type can change. And um, the, I guess the, the uh, locked in theory is that it doesn't, um, that it always stays the same. Um, i trying to think of any other common ones. I think those are the, the two major ones that usually come up. Right. Okay. Um, what is your why? Why do you do what you do? I think for me, it always comes back to my two main uh, core values, which is community connection. I, I really feel a sense of purpose when I'm working closely with others and helping. Right. And especially during this crazy time, um, a lot of people are dealing with anxiety mm -hmm. and self-doubt. Just as artists, they deal with that, but now with the uncertainty of, are they gonna have enough work? Mm -hmm. Are they gonna have enough not money? Is there any advice that you have for each Enneagram type to better manage stress and uncertainty? <laughs> um, so there's there's a lot of information that I give about um, you know uh, not just managing anxiety but like self doubt and um, confidence and things like that on my Instagram page. So I think f for anyone listening who wants more information on their own type and how to navigate difficult situations, that'd probably be the best place. And um, I think. For now, just general advice, that's kind of what I'm giving myself as well, is to really try and take it one day at a time because all the information and everything is changing so rapidly that we don't really have much of um, an idea of, 
like what's going to happen a week from now and um, really trying to stay grounded as, as much as you can and giving yourself compassion for this time because we're all navigating it for the first time ever. Yeah, and to stay present. Yeah. There's no sense making up stories about what could happen. Right. Yeah. Deal with the facts. What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. And stay connected to other people as much as you can online, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The book is called Enneagram and You. And what is your website and social media addresses? Yeah, so my um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, ginagomez.co. It's G-I-N-A-G-O-M-E-Z dot C-O. And that's also my website address. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining mm -hmm. us and sharing your expertise on the Enneagram. It was very cool. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive. Be sure to join the mailing list at dianefoy.com to gain access to exclusive bonus content, a weekly newsletter, and an invitation to our private Facebook group of purpose-driven performing artists and industry influencers.